back to another photography podcast. My name is Ray. And I'm Art. Hello. How goes it? It's been a while. How are you doing, Art? Uh, it actually hasn't been that long of a while if you're a podcast listener. <laughs> I know. We went from like, what, one a week to one a month to one every two months? Well, you know. I, Life. Yeah. And also, like, what would we be talking about if you think about it? Would yeah. we be putting out? Good stuff. Not to say that our other stuff was good or bad, but just throwing it out there that way. Yeah. So like Art said, we're going to be dropping a deuce. (laughs) Deuce, deuce. He didn't want to say it, but I don't listen to his podcast, so I can say it. Um, Hopefully you guys checked out that Death Valley uh, podcast. Um, If it's out yet. If it's out. (laughs) Um, And hopefully uh, you guys enjoyed the video as well. Yeah. Art put a little neat video together and it's pretty cool. I liked, I digged it. It's kind of weird watching videos of yourself. Yeah. You know? the, the talking part, the weirdest part is always just listening to yourself talk. And yeah. then like, man, you're like, you I just hate the way I talk. <laughs> think to yourself like, wow, am I really that douchey? <laughs> I mean, the answer is probably yes, but you know. Yeah. So what have you been up to Art? Uh... Yeah, man. You know, I've been obsessing over my lawn. <laughs> Holy that's, shit. That's what I've been up to. I'm you going, taking photos of the lawn? Not or, yet. No. no. It's not it's not photo worthy, but uh <laughs> yeah, that's really uh, my lawn has been taking up a lot of my time. If you check my YouTube recommendations, it's lawn care <laughs> and uh I'm I'm I can't say I'm too proud of it, but I also can't say I'm ashamed. It's it's in progress. It's growing. It's just ridiculous how far down the rabbit hole I'm I'm about to go. So I know uh, I, I started off with, "Hey, do you need to uh, seed your lawn?" And then that triggered an avalanche of information that this guy was like receiving. It's like Scott's brand has an app, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" Yeah, <laughs> and they tell you how to like seed your grass when to seed your grass and then they send you all the like you can order <laughs> yeah you put in your type of grass you have on there which is hard because i have like four different types of grass but if you put in your type of grass it'll tell you what kind of fertilizer to use when to apply it how many times and you can like click purchase so they'll ship you your yearly plan to your door i'm like oh man and then he's all i got this stuff called malorganite yeah turns your grass blue if you put too much of it it'll turn your grass blue it's supposed to give you like a dark green right yeah now i'm traveling down the rabbit hole of uh sending a a sample of my soil in to see what the ph is looking like (laughs) (laughs) is that the bag i see at El depot i don't know maybe (laughs) but yeah there's a place in anaheim called waypoint analytics that a youtuber sent his to so it's like 18 bucks. <sighs> I need to stop. Holy crap. That's a new one to me, man. Oh, shit. I told you I'm going down this damn rabbit hole. So I went oh. from like, yo, man, uh, daylight saving time when it starts and when it ends. That's usually when I, we used to seed our grass and our grass is green. It was good. It was whatever. And this guy's like, no. I want the perfect golf course grass. Oh, no way. <laughs> That's too much work. You need to buy like a special mower for that. And then you use all thatching and aerating and oh my gosh. Well, anyways, okay, so this we're, is we're not freaking... talking about photography anymore. But side note, my mom might be wanting to put grass in her front yard. Oh. As side note too, my mom needs some concrete done in the back because they want to move the shed further back. But we'll talk about that after All the right, podcast. Send her my contracting information. Oh and, uh, yeah, <laughs> she's still waiting for the other. Well, never mind. No, we, we won't get into that. <laughs> there was a dog that's stopping me from doing work. Anyway, um, what have I been doing in, with photography? Well, I did my first uh, prom photos. Was, how would you think of those? I think they're okay for. For the time being, yeah. I didn't think they were, I mean, I didn't think they were, because I think you didn't like them at first, right? Yeah. But I didn't think they were too bad. So what I'm like, I'm still getting used to like the whole flash stuff and uh, turns out like my flashes aren't even powerful enough to have them far away enough from the subject or whatever. I don't know. I was thinking about getting a strobe. I was looking at the Godox 
8400 Pro, which is like a $8,400. No, it's a, it's a like 650 And I was like, I'm really thinking about pulling the trigger on that damn flash because, you know, it's a, it's a pro flash. Um, Manny Ortiz shoots with it, and he's getting pretty good stuff out of it. I actually didn't want my flashes really up to close to my subject, but I, th- I think if I use a smaller uh, octo box, you know, like the 47 inch, it's there's too much spread. Yeah. So I'm thinking of maybe I just keeping it to a 38 inch or a 32 inch octo box. So, it, you know, it keeps the flash nice and confined. And and uh, I was telling you about the parabolic octo box, which is a deep two foot octo box. Uh, with the Bowens mount and it like shoots it directs the light towards the subject more so it's not like spread out yeah <clears throat> and um on that day too it sucked because uh my you know i got heavier tripods and i bought sandbags and i didn't feel the sandbags and my setup took a fall and my 47 inch octobox broke oh did you ever hear back from them no but i got it fixed so it's all good how'd you get it fixed <laughs> i didn't get it fixed yet but um, at work, I took it all apart. I took the rivets out and I took the center piece off and, uh, my, my foreman's going to drill me out a new, uh, or make me a new rod and put everything back together. So, um, That's use cool. a solid aluminum rod because the one that was in there was a tube. Was it? <laughs> oh, you have a beefy one then. Yeah. So it's going to be nice and, uh, sturdy. That's um, cool. Yeah. He looked at it. He's like, man, you just drill these out right here. Take this off. The, the, the whole canvas comes off the the frame of the umbrella so it's all velcro so i just took the the canvas off and it was just like the skeleton of an umbrella then i drilled out the rivets on the top and then it came off perfect it was cool i was like all right cool so i don't have to spend another 40 bucks on a new one and that company changed their name to another company damn so i'm like all right i'm just gonna go ahead and fix this yeah you know i was gonna get the the pro but something tragically happened. <clears throat> um, that we'll talk about later. Okay. <laughs> what would you want to talk the about main first? Topic. <laughs> oh. I just remembered. Um, so yeah, earlier for one, of, I think it was a New Year's podcast. We talked about my neighbor's uh, deep sky guy. Oh yeah. I finally got to see his setup or setups. Oh, so oh, he got to see his setup. So this guy, he he. Uh, he basically is like, hey, I'm outside. Um, he told Jasmine that, you know, oh, yeah. whenever I'm home or whatever. Yeah, because you're out in Vegas. Yeah. Home. So, yeah, that was last week. So I came back from Vegas and he was set up in his front yard and his in his driveway with his friend. And they had like a huge like. It was a beefy tripod, like the legs had to be like two or three inch round legs for each each leg yeah and i mean they they're they they, they're definitely not like they're not novices by any means they got like the ground mark with paint so they know where to set the tripod legs up because the software they use goes off of your latitude and longitude so they have it set in the exact spot every single time so they don't have to calibrate it and like the his buddy just got a new camera and a new scope and it's just freaking it's crazy so he's he's like oh you want to see my my other setup because he told me he he had a shed set up for for his uh deep sky imaging and i was wondering like is there a like a a flap that comes off on the roof or something so he he shows me his shed and like there's this I don't know. It's got to be like a 10 inch, uh, 10 inch round telescope, maybe even bigger. And it's on this really fat pole. It's very sturdy. And then he pushes a button and the roof starts to like slide to the (laughs) side. It's like we're about to launch a freaking space shuttle or a rocket or something. And yeah, so I'm just like sitting there like the guy has everything set up perfectly. Very professional. He has his laptop there and like, he has a bunch of different scopes in there and uh, I didn't really get to spend much time there with him last weekend because I was running on little sleep because I basically made a day trip to pick up um, my wife and my son from Vegas. 
And so, yeah. And then last night again, he was out there and I went to go check him out and they're trying to, he's trying to set up his scope to get ready for a trip this coming weekend, which would be the first week of May, depending on when this podcast goes out. Um, so yeah, like whew, that guy, that guy, he Money, had, right? yeah, he has multiple setups. Like I was, their, their tracking system, like if when it's, once it's all calibrated, you just tell it where it wants, where you want, what constellation you want to look at and the thing just manual or automatically goes to it. It's a, it's, it's crazy. And basically what was the constellation? The one they were trying to get <clears throat> or what is a constellation? What is a constellation? Like a certain it's, part of it's a, uh, very good album put out by August Burns Red. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best, uh, best way, explanation I'm I can give asking you. asshole for people that don't know. And I, I, I don't know either. Oh, so okay. I answer it stupidly. <laughs> It's like a cluster of Your stars. Fake news. <laughs> Actually, no, because Constellations is a good album by August for Dread, which yeah. they're playing in its entirety this this year. Oh yeah. But uh, I don't know. It's like a cluster of stars, or like a I don't know. I I honestly don't know the the correct answer to that. But yeah. So they were trying to get M fifty one, which is called the Whirlpool Galaxy, because it looks like the world Whirlpool logo. Or yeah. So yeah, it's just crazy. So. Is there, I mean, I'm probably asking you and you don't even know, but like, um, certain parts of the year, you can look at different parts of the universe or whatever. Uh, yeah. Cause I know, uh, Orion's belt, I think it is, comes out during certain parts of the year. Okay. Um, cause I, the only reason I know that is cause, um, that's one of the ones you can get with the 70 to 200 with, uh, if you go to lonely specs website, he actually has like a, a rundown of how to shoot orion's belt i think that's what it's called i'm hoping um but yeah it's only visible during certain parts of the year right on but yeah other than that i haven't really been uh i haven't really shot since we got back from death valley i don't think i well well i went to go hiking and uh Wrightwood and didn't really happen nothing i didn't get anything so yeah it's pretty much it um do you want to get into the topic? <laughs> I guess. So it's, it's a tragedy. What you guys are about to witness is uh, us following our own advice <laughs> that we put out on the podcast, hopefully. So how about, uh, well, it is uh, the weekend that Avengers Endgame was released <laughs> and also the weekend of the Game of Thrones battle. <sighs> so I don't watch Game of Thrones, so I can't even... A, there's a what, what what's the best way to put it um there is a uh, common theme going here of sadness so <laughs> <laughs> asshole so here we go so um and just by the way i love you 3000 <laughs> oh my god are you hungry yeah <laughs> would you want to eat cheeseburgers <laughs> <laughs> uh no spoilers sorry um so this weekend um hanging out with my girlfriend and we went out to the lemon festival in upland and uh, one thing i wanted to try out or get into was like street photography and see if i could capture like emotions from other people or whatever and um the last time i had held my camera in my hand was this prom uh, the prom shoot. And since then I was like, what, three weeks ago, mm-hmm. maybe roughly. Um, and my camera has been in my bag the whole time under my bed and, uh, haven't really played with it. Been kind of busy and stuff. And, um, finally went out to go shoot some stuff. And when I pulled my camera out, had it in my hand, I started taking, taking some shots and uh chimped my photo and i seen a big old black line across my photo and i'm like what the hell is that so i take a few more photos and in area i took like four photos in a row and it was there and i was like oh my god and then i took my lens off and i was like i locked my mirror up and i was like what the hell is that this is big old black ribbon across my sensor and I'm like tripping balls already i'm like oh my god what is that what is that what is that and like i wanted to touch it to see if i can move it and I stopped and then I, I pulled off to the side because the limit festival in Upland gets really packed. So I was like, my girl's a lot paranoid that someone's going to take my stuff. I get paranoid like that too. But anyway, 
uh, pulled over to the side, um, looking at my camera and I take a picture of it and send it to art. What'd you think art? Uh, I was like, damn, his shutter's broken. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It looks like a, like the, it looks like one of the blades on the shutter is like bent or something. Well, from the picture, I haven't, we haven't been able to lock the the mirror up ever since. Yeah. So, so now he's in the predicament of what does he do? Yeah. So, uh, my, I need a new shutter and I was talking to Art about it. I was like, well, he read an article about someone spending 300, close to 300 bucks between 250 to $300 on a new shutter through Nikon through Nikon. And, um, I started thinking to myself, well, I have a D610 from 2014. It's kind of dated, but I'll get back to this later. So do I upgrade to a camera, like another camera? Do I put a money towards a, a better camera? So I started thinking, I asked Ari, he's like, "Ah, I don't know. Like, what do you do to what? I was like, I don't know. I'm looking at Z6s now or, or, or the Nikon D750. And so for, yeah, I mean, just for those who don't know, like the D850 is the newest full, uh, the newest full frame DSLR from Nikon, which is what Raymond is shooting with the DSLR. And they, the D610 and the D750 haven't been updated. I mean, well, there's also the D5. That's what's out of our his price, my price, price range. I think yeah. our combined price range. <laughs> but yeah, there isn't. There haven't been any new, new mid, new entry level or mid mid level full frame cameras released DSLRs because the Z6 is mirrorless and the Z7 are mirrorless. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the, the big like thing is is like the Z6. I gotta buy you know XQD cards and I gotta buy the lens mount because I have Tamron lenses. And um, right now they got deals that are just like pushing us back and forth because Nikon released a sale. I guess it's the Mother Day sale, and both systems have dropped two hundred dollars in price. And so right now the D fifty or D seven fifty is like at twelve hundred and ninety five dollars. D seven fifty is four hundred bucks off. Or four hundred bucks off. Excuse me. Yeah. Oh, you right. You right. Yeah, because it went from fourteen ninety five to twelve ninety five. Right. Seventeen ninety five to sixteen ninety five or something. Because yeah. fourteen ninety five to twelve ninety five. Quick maths. Sorry, it's only two hundred bucks. I'm thinking I'm looking at Amazon prices too. Anyway. So like the the big thing is like do I go ahead and just get the 750 since I'm like already equipped for that damn camera, but then it's dated, or do I go ahead and buy the Z6 and keep up with the time? And that's where we are at, ladies and gentlemen. So send us your comments, feedbacks, and uh, we'll be getting we'll back to catch you. Catch you in the next one. <laughs> So, <laughs> so it's it's tough because I mean when you say the D seven fifty is dated, a D seven fifty is still one of the one of the best. It's still a top selling camera on BH B and H photo, and it's still really good low light and everything. So it's, yeah, I, I never I never tough. really. Uh, you know this because you 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 were like what if you about buying the seven fifty or the D six ten when you bought the D six ten? Yeah, I wasn't getting thinking of the D seven fifty when I got the D six ten, but I was thinking eventually to upgrade to the D seven fifty because everybody talked about how good the low light performance was. Yeah, so I, I never like really looked into D seven fifty. I never really looked into cameras like even when the Z six dropped. I never really knew the specs or I just knew that Nikon was dropping these cameras. And I never really got into the, like how they were, what their specs were. I just knew, you know, they were dropping them. But now that I'm looking at the D750, like they're talking about how how great the dynamic range is, and the sensor on that thing is like way better than the D610. And um, yeah, like how Art said, the the low light performance um, kicks ass. And now that I'm traveling down the rabbit hole with this stuff. People that are talking about the that are comparing the D seven fifty with the Z six, there's not really much of an upgrade in terms of um, still photography, but 
as far as like this, uh, the video goes, the Z6 is like kicking its ass, but I don't do video. Yeah, because Nikon's video line or video through their DSLRs have, has always sucked. The sucked, focusing yeah. sucks. It's always hunting. It's just terrible. Yeah, terrible. I was watching a video on YouTube and this guy was um, recording a video and it was auto focusing great. And it still looked great, even though he was testing the paces at 20,000 ISO. Mm. and it looked amazing still and i'm just like well do i pay that extra money to even do video like do i even want to do video like do i push to do video because i'm going to be getting this camera or do i just take a step back at the 750 and still be able to create better images so here's the one other the one other thing so you shot with my camera which is a mirrorless sony yeah. a7r2 on oh saturday <laughs> yeah so what I think I, we were going to talk about it, but you said we just needed to do the podcast. So yeah. what, what was, uh, what did you think? I knew, I know you're, you, we already talked a little bit about it is you didn't like the, the switching between the, the, the rear, the rear monitor, uh, monitor and the viewfinder, the viewfinder, which I hate too. Cause I, I made a custom button for it. So where it's manual. So I push a button whenever I want the viewfinder, when I want the LCD on the back, yeah. which I guess I should have asked you but i think it probably would have at that time you probably would have been like i don't know maybe yeah <laughs> so it's it seems convenient to be like automatic but if you're trying to like push a, a custom button on the back of your your camera it's going to trigger it to go to the viewfinder which gets really annoying so i just disabled my automatic switch so aside from that what did you think of shooting with it or how did how did it work i mean because you you didn't really have any time to mess with it or to get comfortable with it. I don't think, but I liked how I liked their, uh, like how we say the ergonomics of the Sony, because like the, I had to get used to, you know, the aperture ring, the ISO, like switching everything around. It felt great. The, the exposure compensation was cool. Like it being right there for some reason. And like, when I was shooting the, well, I was shooting like a, uh, a ska punk show, um, my buddy's band. And, um, I like the fact, I hate the fact and the Nikon, Nikon D610 that I'm limited to the focusing points being clustered in this little box in the center of my, of my viewfinder. Mm-hmm. On yours, I can move across the whole damn thing. How, what focus <laughs> mode did you have it on? I don't remember. Did you, was, did you change your focus point or did you just have a set of auto I think it was just auto on wide. Mm -hmm. So I was like going across the screen. I was just the fact that I can do that. I'm not limited, you know, limited to this little box, you know, on the D610. And the fact that I can see my exposure before I even hit it or even take the picture. I mean, it's cheating. Not really. Get out of here, <laughs> Jared Poland. <laughs> but, um, I mean, I don't know. I was still, I still miss my camera. I ain't going to, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I mean, that's to be expected though. I mean, you're used to one system. You can't really be like, Oh, I mean, even then, like given the circumstances, like, like you, it might be different. We're just getting into hypotheticals, but like if you borrow my camera just to borrow it, I think your point of view would be different. Like, Oh yeah, I really like it. But I think you're, you're still like, you're heartbroken because your camera broke, which yeah. So my, I'm not saying it's skewing your thinking, but I mean, all right. So let's, let's try to dive, dive into trying to figure out which system would be better. So just off the jump, we already know we, well, I didn't know this. You found it out before I did. Not that it matters anyways, but I was under the impression that you were going to need new batteries, different batteries. Yeah. So your batteries are still compatible, even though online it says, uh, it's it, you get my you might get degraded performance from having a 15a instead of the 15b battery but either way you still have how many batteries for your d610 right now i have two so you'd have a total depending on which package you go with online you'd have three four. or four mm -hmm. so there's that the only drawback is the memory cards won't work at all yeah so that's like, the thing that like freaked me out is like xqd cards aren't the cheapest thing in the world yeah um, a 32 gig XQD card. And I think Sony's the only one that makes them, right? I think so. The uh, 32 gig XQD card was like $89 or 80, between 80 and $90. I'm like, Jesus Christ. 
like that's gonna be gnarly yeah <laughs> and like if if i'm gonna be doing video like i'm gonna fill that damn card up quick and i don't know yeah so there's that and then i mean right now you don't you you would need an adapter really no matter even whether you had nikon glass or tamron glass because there really aren't any lenses out for the z6 so and the 24 to 70 is like 2200 dollars or 2300 dollars. <laughs> yeah I sell both my lenses just to get one <laughs> yeah that's that's crazy but i mean you said i didn't see any 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 real world comparisons but the ftz mount adapter mm -hmm. works fine with the tamron yeah so after with the tamron lenses what what they have to do or what i have to do is i would have to upgrade my lenses because right off the bat they don't have the software built into lenses for the z mount so tamron put out a put out a firmware update and um i have the the adapter for that already to do the firmware update and uh as soon as this guy he snapped it in and everything and he was able to focus like just just like anything how much do you know how much that adapter is i believe i, 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 I believe I, uh, find it. I think i seen it for like 300 bucks oh geez so you got to add that onto the price because you got to right now since they're doing the 200 dollars off you got to pay for the mount the ftz mount and the, for that one just to have it so i mean adding no, that wait, to your, your wait what mount you need the ftz adapter and yeah. the tamron mount to update your lenses i have the tamron mount to update my lenses oh so then yeah okay because i think <laughs> i asked you the other day and i don't think you ever answered me yeah i was like we get confused when we message each other so i'm like i'm just gonna wait till the podcast to talk about it but so I, which lens came with it? The seventy two hundred. Uh, I mean, uh, the twenty four to seventy. Okay, cool. So then you don't have to pay for that. So you already have that. Yeah. I thought it was going to be an extra cost onto the. Oh no no no! If you go with the Z six. Yeah. No the the Z six the I thought you were asking me for the the Z mount how much it is separately but it's like three hundred bucks. So it's two forty two forty six for the FTZ. So. But the other thing, though, I was thinking about, so you keep saying, like, if you do video, I mean, even the articles say, oh, well, if you're going to do video, the Z6 is the way to go. But at the same time, if they already had an update to do face tracking, it's only going to be a matter of time before they do eye tracking, mm -hmm. eye autofocus. So like the Sony has. So it's not really about if you're going to do video. It's about is it going to help you do, do stills in the future? Because if they if it has face tracking right now, which. I use it. I use that on my Sony more than the other ones. Whenever I take pictures of Hendrix, it's 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 good because it just follows. It see because you can you can I take a picture of Hendrix and I save it to my to my to my camera, so it tracks his. So if it's a if it's him or Nicole, it'll track him over Nicole, so it, it keeps him in focus or whatever. So I mean, sure the Z6 will do video better, but. I mean, think of what's going to come out in the future for it. Yeah. So I that's what uh, I read, too, because I never really check out the comments on YouTube. Um, but I yeah, read that's that's where it's at. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I started going down to, into the comments on YouTube and someone told me, like, I, don't, I wouldn't upgrade my D750 yet until Nikon irons out all their creases with the, the new mirrorless system because it, it just seems like it's still too early to get into it you know there's going to be a bunch of updates and do i take that into consideration that's the thing too because you know you have people who have a d750 like would it make sense for them to upgrade yeah no because they have a d750 but you're you're not you don't have a d750 yet so you're you can go both ways with it i mean they always say be you're gonna be an early adopter of new technology is you're gonna have stuff mm -hmm. like you're gonna run into issues so it's 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 tough it's a tough decision because it's the first gen release of of mirrorless for nikon like this and you think they would have taken from sony but they decided not to because they're nikon and they think they know what's up but and I think too is like, do I want to keep like buying third party lenses that I have to keep using the adapter on or, you know, what the, what the future is with that. Um, if, if third party is even going to be jumping on that ship, 
And I mean, obviously in the future they are, but yeah, I mean, just think, I mean, we're on the, the third, third generation a seven, uh, we're at a seven R three now. So, and Tamron is barely starting. Is it Tamron? Tamron and Sigma, I think are starting to do native or, uh, third party support for it. So maybe since Nikon's a bigger company than Sony in terms of photography, maybe they'll, they'll hop on that, that train faster, but I mean, it's going to take a while for them to even build up their, uh, their native glass too. It's a new system. So, I mean, though, the other thing too, is, I mean, if you want to buy cheaper D lenses, D series lenses, it won't work with that adapter. So, yeah. Yeah. That's what I have the 50 right now. And it's like, I would have to sell that because it won't be, it won't be compatible. Unless you use it for night photography, 50 millimeter. But I mean, so the, with the D750, I mean, I think I saw one of the articles that I sent you the article about the guy who says he does, uh, why he's not getting a Z6 over D. Well, he's not trading in his D750. He says, I it. didn't read it. Oh, all right, whatever. <laughs> no, I was, uh, <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Actually, I did. I just don't remember it. No, Sorry. no, excuses. <laughs> yeah, he said, um, the D750, I think he said it's rated to focus better in low light by like one stop or something like that. And it has better, I don't know the difference between like contrast, uh, contrast focusing and, and phase detection or something like that. But he says that the Z6 doesn't do one of those, which helps it focus better in the dark. So if you do, if you're going to do more concert photography, obviously the D750 would probably make more sense because it has a better low light um, focusing capability and concerts aren't the brightest. But at the same time, like there's ways around it, I guess, mm-hmm. sometimes um, or you just got to figure out, you know, how to make it work with what you got. But if I was, I mean, have we even talked about the D750? I mean, the D750, it's still, like I said, it's top seller on B&H. And the guy, the only person I know who shoots a D750 who advertises it is the guy, uh, Bay, Photo- Bay Photo, mm-hmm. Brandon, whatever his name is. He does a lot of nice stuff too. And um, that one guy we met in uh, Joshua Tree, how he had two D's on Oh, yeah. See, they're that good. He has two of them. <laughs> but I mean, I don't, honestly, I don't think you could go in, in terms of quality and picture and all that stuff. You can't go wrong with either one. They're both going to do good work. It just depends on it, with the D750, you're limited to your focusing area. You're going to have to learn because you'd never heard of focus and recompose, right? So when you do like for, for DSLRs, who have a smaller range of a smaller area to focus, focus and recomposing is basically you take your camera, you, you, you focus on your subject and then you make sure they don't move. Cause if they move, it's going to mess up focus. You're good. They're good. They can move out of the focal plane. So you focus on your subject and then you recompose your scene to where you want it. So let's say, your subject's head is like too high above your, your focusing area. So you move your, you move your camera up, focus on them, and then you bring your camera back down to where you want your scene to be shot at. And that's how you, that's how you shoot around it. So that's something you'd have to, you'd have to, uh, practice with practice getting better at, or yeah, I didn't even know that. So that's why I'm just like, uh, now that I know that, that like, I don't even need the big ass, you know, going across the screen. Yeah. You know, um, using the focus points to go across the screen. So, I mean, the only downfall with that is like if you're shooting at somebody at like 2.8 or something, if they move or you move, like you can potentially miss shots. So then you'd have to, I mean, you probably shoot in burst mode anyways. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have to take a couple of shots and make sure you're getting the, the focus in the back. So, and the big winner on the D on both of them too. It's, I always wanted a damn tilting screen. <laughs> <laughs> Those things are, they're awesome. Yeah. I'm like, I was telling my girlfriend, I was like, look at, I always wanted one of these. So I don't have to lay on the damn desert floor no more. Um, I was always jealous of art and his AR2, AR, <laughs> AR15, AR15, <laughs> A7R2 because his has a, the tilty screen. 
it does it does come in handy so either down low or up high but um i mean yeah i, I mean like it, price too yeah like uh like I, said, I already have memory cards for the d750 like i'm not a baller to where i'm just like you know what like yeah i can get the C Z six so honestly i think i'm just gonna settle for the d750 yeah, because I was also telling you earlier today, because you said you have another shoot this weekend. I was telling you to like, just take your time on it and use my camera if you need to, just so that you, just so you don't get buyer's remorse. No. So, yeah, because that's, that would suck. Like, you, I mean, I think, I think either way you go, you're going to be like, damn, should I have gotten that? You, the first time you run into a situation where you're like, I missed this shot because of this. It's going to be like, oh, I should have got that camera. Yeah. But. But I, I didn't have like the means or, or any like. How do you say? Uh, I didn't need to upgrade. At the, you know? What, your D610? Yeah. You know, yeah. like I was I was perfectly fine with it. Like I didn't need I like, you know, I didn't want a new camera. I didn't, you know. Yeah. But it's just like I know the D seven fifty would be okay. Now it's just like I fangirled over the damn Z six. <laughs> the other <laughs> thing too we haven't talked about. I mean, there's not much to talk about it, but the D seven fifty has been rumored to be updated this year, even though it's been like a rumor for the past two years. Basically, it's been a rumor ever since it's been released. Yeah. So, like then you're you're stuck with that too so it's like all right so do i wait i mean right now it's kind of tough for you because you got stuff lined up to shoot and you don't have a camera to do it with so you yeah. can't you can't really wait so you need to pick something sooner than later so so do i go ahead and just fix what i got <laughs> <laughs> that's a, the third option the cheapest option yeah or you can uh, i mean because you're selling you're trying to sell it right now for parts just selling it to get it and put money towards your d-wood but i mean repairing it's always an option if you're if you're happy with it it's the cheapest option and i i also not not against that either so yeah i don't know if the i mean i don't think it doesn't really matter in the long run but the d750 i think for night photography for astro is I think it's ISO invariant, so you can basically shoot at sixteen hundred and then amplify in post, like bump up two stops without affecting image quality or something like that. Damn. So I think that's another thing to take into consideration. I don't know if the Z6 does it, but I'm pretty sure the new Nikon cameras are probably like that because I think the D the D810 and the D850 I think are like that too. I forget which photographer I used to follow, and he has always said like ISOless. His hashtag was always ISOless. I'm like, but I never knew what it was until I looked it up. So I don't know. I don't know. What are you thinking? I don't know. I think I want to get the 710 or 710, <laughs> 750. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, what we're trying to do basically is trying to figure out like what the best route is what the needs are because we always tell people like upgrade when you know you need to upgrade i mean in this case it's a little different because your camera broke so it's not really you're not really i don't i wouldn't call it just an upgrade you're replacing a broken system so are you upgrading in the sense that you're going to get a newer camera kind of because they're from the same era if you go to the z6 it's going to be an upgrade because it's new 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 technology but the D750 came out in the same time frame as the D600 or the D610. So I don't think you're upgrading just to upgrade like some people do when new systems come out. So it's tough. You're in a hard spot. I'm just going to say, like, screw it. Just go Sony. <laughs> <laughs> They're on their third series of mirrorless. They've got the bugs worked out. I know. But then I have to sell my lenses and get Sony lenses and and <laughs> you i mean if we're if hypo i know we're being hypothetical because i doubt you'd do it but you'd probably get decent money for your your lenses and you can just turn that back around and get the tamron lenses yeah so like just, hey tamron can i just can i send these in and just send me some sony ones please i do you know i think they used to do that 
I you got I mean once again hypothetical, but I I'm pretty sure that they used to it was either Sigma lenses or Tamron lenses that they did that with. You send them in and they convert them to E mount. Oh shit. Huh? Uh, next I, podcast would be like, so do I get a Sony? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, the good thing is, though, I mean, you're not, I mean, let's say you had uh, like disposable income. Would you get a D850? Hell yeah. I don't even. I held that damn thing and I was like, Jesus Christ, it's like holding bazooka. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I think it was gnarly. I still think it's overkill. Why? It's just, I mean, I, I don't know if I told you, but why? I mean, shooting with the A7R2, what do you, what do you need? What do I need 42 megapixels for? Oh, okay. What are you going to need 45 megapixels for? I want to put my pictures on the side of the damn Nakatomi tower. Realistically. <laughs> what do you need well, you got a bunch of hypotheticals in here. So, <laughs> Uh, I mean, no, I don't think I would get a DA50, but I, yeah. think the, I think the 750 is cool. Yeah, because I think once I buy it and get it in my hands, I'll be like, all right, cool, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, for whatever reason, like, let's say my shutter craps out on me. No. I'd probably get an A7 III. I wouldn't even get an A, entertain getting an A7 R3. One, the cost, and two, what do I need 42 megapixels for? nothing yeah so the file my computer would love me you wouldn't you would uh well you wouldn't need your other terabyte no more right or your other hard drive no, i mean i still would need it yeah <laughs> for, but, the, for the past oh your computer is gonna love editing those a7r2 pictures oh yeah shit. those are 80 megabyte raw files buddy oh my god my computer's gonna smoke <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what are we? We're leaning more on the D750 now, or are we pretty much set on the yeah, D750? I think I'm set on the D750. When are we picking it up? I don't know. Should I bite off BH or? Well, if you uh, are a tax abiding citizen, it's going to cost the same whether you buy it on BH or Best Buy. But if you're not a tax abiding citizen, then you get tax free on BNH's website. So that means abiding on BH. Wait, you know what's weird? Sir Snowboard said, oh, starting May 1st. Oh, it's not May yet, right? I thought he said April, April 1st. Now I'm confused. I forget which day he he said it was. It's they're gonna start charging taxes on on California orders. So I abide by the law, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Full disclosure, we pay our taxes. <laughs> but yeah. Well, I mean, you got to order it soon because you got to shoot on Saturday. Yeah. So what are you working on next? <laughs> we'll just go into that segment. <laughs> uh, I got a photo shoot next Saturday with um, the prom date. Mother, her mother. So the grandma, the mother, and the prom date, they're going to have like a photo shoot together. Um, she was, uh, she hit me up. She's like, hey, uh, I don't know if you remember, but I asked you if you can do this photo for me. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, how many photos do you want? She only wants like five. So I'm like, all right, well, I ain't going to charge you that much. <laughs> <clears throat> Even though I'm about to buy a damn camera. <laughs> I should be charging arms and legs, you know, gas prices, camera. <laughs> gas prices. Yeah. And if you guys are listening outside of California, what's the gas price? The average gas price right now is probably like $4 a gallon. Yeah. Diesel is cheaper than gas right now. I'm so, I'm happy. Is that why you started driving your truck yet? No. <laughs> but, um, hell no. What do you got going on, Art? Nothing. What do we got planned for trips? Nothing. I canceled them because my. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I don't, uh, I've been wanting to go fishing. I don't know why. I don't know when that's happening. Let's go Memorial Day weekend. It's going to be packed. You're crazy. <laughs> Hell no. I know. But yeah, I don't know. I've been wanting to go fishing and then I haven't really, it's, I got three days off and I feel like I got more, um, 
I got less free time than when I had two days off. Yeah. So it's, uh, yeah, I have no idea. I have nothing. I don't even know when we're going to ever shoot Milky Way. <laughs> yeah. We'll get out there. Yeah. I mean, the window's open right now, but it's. Yeah. The I'm, breeze feels pretty good. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm always tired. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I mean. I think we we're doing a pretty good a pretty good job of following our own advice on trying to pick out gear. Yeah. Um. I mean, I'm pretty excited. Whichever route you go with, I mean, even if you get the D610, you got a fresh shutter, and you're already well. I mean, if you if you stick with Nikon, I mean, everything's pretty much the same. The functionality of it. So yeah, you'll be you'll be set. Uh, yeah, you'll be set, and you'll have all the all the you'll be used to the menus and everything because i'm pretty sure i mean it's still a nikon are the z6 menus the same do you know no they're like the damn sonys oh god because <laughs> they you know because of the bodies they they uh there's no buttons for everything anymore so you gotta uh, it's all in menu it's all programmed yeah. so there's a drop down menu for this scroll over seven windows over and I mean, yeah. really, for me, I don't know. I think at first with the menu system, like, okay, yeah, it sucks. When if you don't, when you don't know your way around it, it freaking sucks. But you get used to it. Now I know. Okay, I need to go to this screen and go down to this one to format my memory card. I need to go here to go here to to turn on crop mode, or I need to go here to. I don't know what else I need. I don't. I don't go to the menu system for anything else, really. So I have all my, all my custom. I have four custom buttons on it. I only use two of them. So yeah. I have well, everything. I, I wasn't complaining about it. I was just. No, I'm just saying. Like at first, I was when I've heard like, oh, these menu systems are terrible. But at the same time, like you're not in the menu systems all that much. Yeah. Like, well, use your damn camera and you'll get used to it. Yeah, and then you can also make like. Uh, like each camera has like a custom one and two f setting. So when you click it over there, I'm pretty sure it goes over to whatever you defaulted to. So I don't know. It wasn't that bad, but I mean, it did suck. I'm not going to say it didn't suck because it did suck going from Nikon to Sony just in the menu systems because they do have so many. But in hindsight, it wasn't that that steep of a learning curve. Yeah. So. But. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think I'm just going to shoot for a 750 and who knows, I might just keep the D610, get it fixed and use it as a second camera. That's what I, that's what I was going to tell you too. use it as a, use it as a backup for when you have those shutter issues. <laughs> just, I mean, we also, I think I, we already talked about it, but the D, D750 is going on their third uh, recall for shutter issues. So at least you'll have recalls to fix them. <laughs> so damn, I don't, now that you tell me that I'm like, shit, doing even yeah Do but want to get it i mean if you're thinking about it though you're going to be spending six hundred dollars more for a z6 yeah so yeah. yeah i was thinking about that today i was like do i just keep my d610 i could have my 750 with the 200 on it and then the 610 with the 7200 on it yeah that's a that's a good idea yeah that's a for for what you do for portraits that would probably for one you don't have to switch lenses and you're not going to get dust on your damn sensor so yeah that'd be oh man that'd be great especially since they're both they're they're the same megapixels right yeah so you'd be you wouldn't have to worry about having to crop anything down or stuff like that like that time gets tough i could sell one <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean that'd be perfect really because you yeah. do a lot of like event stuff so that would work out that would work out perfectly for you so that's another option yeah because if i get the z6 spend the money for the z6 i can get this camera fixed and i had two cameras mm -hmm. you, you still got less you're still on top what 400 bucks yeah so yeah i mean I don't know. It didn't click in my head that until right now, but I was going to tell you to, I mean, I was going to tell you to just get it fixed and just have it. But then right now, just thinking about it, just like it makes, the, it makes more sense than getting a Z6 just because. A Z uh, 750. 
It makes it makes more sense than getting a Z6. Okay, yeah. Yeah, getting it replaced. Getting it replaced so you have two cameras, same megapixels, same probably the color science or whatever cuz the only I think the only difference between the the 750 and the 610 is the the X speed processor. So I think yeah, it'll be a little faster. And that's it. So Yeah. That's uh I think that's the best option so far. Damn, we were about to cut the podcast short five minutes ago. We probably would have never hit this great revelation. <laughs> you guys just witnessed it. Yeah. This, this, is, this is how it happens. We're going <laughs> to actually, um, if you're listening to this, thank you for purchasing our buying guide. <laughs> <laughs> Filled with 50 minutes or actually uh, 30 minutes of ranting and uh, 15 minutes of my neighbor's huge scopes. <laughs> On oh, your your lawn care and oh yeah, man. but yeah, I I am all for your, that option. Getting a D seven fifty and getting your other camera fixed. Dang. Or getting Just, my camera fixed and giving you the money so we can go buy a damn RV. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh. <laughs> well, all right. Until next time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, that's what we got for uh, this podcast. Yeah, I don't know. even want to say this week. <laughs> I don't even know what number podcast this is. Uh, 22, 23. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. All but right, I hope guys. you guys enjoy this double whammy. <laughs> yeah, it's been fun. Um, take care. Hit us in the Instagram. Uh, our Instagram is what art Vera photography. Mm-hmm. Mine is through the eyes of Rainbird. in between each word is an underscore. And actually I want to give a shout out to in between uh, each letter to is an underscore. <laughs> <laughs> I want to give a shout out to someone that has sort of the similar name as mine. I don't know if art's seen her, her Instagram. Uh-uh. I don't think you go on the art another photography podcast instagram uh-uh. but uh we've been getting tagged by oh crap yeah i don't go on it i stopped the uh, when uh the new episode of game of thrones came out i got off social media for a week to avoid spoilers and haven't really been going on ever since yeah it actually turned out to be pretty good so can you read her instagram handle through the, uh, I was going to say Flexi. <laughs> <laughs> through the lens of Lexi. Yeah. So she's been tagging us on her photos and she's been doing great photos. And I just want to give her a shout out. And if you guys can go follow her, po- uh, her podcast, her uh, Instagram and check out her stuff. You know, she's, uh, she's doing some pretty cool stuff and thanks for the tag. And, you know, thought I shot you out or shot you out or whatever. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So you guys enjoy your night, day, whatever time you're listening to this podcast and have a good one. Bye bye. See ya. Bye.